Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of InvestorIdeas.com podcast. In today's podcast, we look at a few public and private company announcements from TrueLeaf Cannabis Corporation trading on the CSE as TRUL and the OTCQX as TCNNF, Trees Corporation, Eat Beyond Global Holdings Incorporated trading on the CSE as EATS and the OTC as EATBF, as well as Hexo Corporation trading on the TSX and the New York Stock Exchange as Hexo. First, looking at TrueLeave Cannabis Corporation, who announced its results for the quarter ended March 31st of this year, and the company became a U.S. reporting company effective of February 4th of this year, and the consolidated financial statements are reported in accordance with U.S. generally accepted accounting principles and all expressed in U.S. dollars. Um, so some of the highlights included a record quarterly revenues of $193.8 million, a sequential increase of 15% over the fourth quarter of last year. Uh, generated a net income of $30 million, delivered adjusted EBITDA of $90.8 million. And uh, you can read all of the rest of the uh, more detailed financial results in the link attached in the article or the company's website or on their CDAR profile. Um, and then some of the operational highlights, obviously, their recently announced definitive agreement to acquire Harvest Health um, will be a big one as well as uh, Harvest did report their first quarter revenue of $88 million and adjusted EBITDA of $26.9 million. Um, so commenting on this, during quarter one, we continue to execute on growth in Florida as well as our national hub expansions. And our record revenue and industry-leading EBITDA margins demonstrate our continued focus on execution, stated Kim Rimmer's TrueLeaf CEO. Now, the pending acquisition of Harvest will be transformative and will build on our profitability, expanding our runway for growth. Rivers continued our continued strength in our home state of Florida, as well as the build-out of our Northeast hub with progress in Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and West Virginia, has generated momentum for an exciting remainder of the year. And we expect many positive catalysts in the months ahead, which align well with the current political environment and highlighted focus on cannabis in this country. Um, so, obviously, uh, still a lot of momentum surrounding that acquisition of Harvest for True Leaf Corporation. That is going to be a huge benefit for them. I talked about this earlier in the week. Um, and again, when you're looking at their sort of position within Florida and uh, the states that they're in, they've done really, really well. Um, again, they're they're one of the more dominant forces in the Florida market, which is generating them a lot of revenue and a lot of sales. Um, I would expect to see 
probably some more aggressive results once that acquisition with Harvest is complete. Um, and then again, could see them moving into a few other states following that acquisition being completed. But obviously, when again, we're looking at the multi-state operators in the states, um, TrueLeave now definitely one of the bigger players. And it looks like they do have uh, good financials to back it up. Looking next at uh, Trees Corporation, which is a private company who announced the closing of the acquisition of five retail cannabis stores in Ontario, previously licensed under the name Metro Cannabis, and three of the acquired stores are open and will operate under the Trees Cannabis brand, with the remaining two stores anticipated to open near the end of the summer. Now, what's important is they also announced the opening of Toronto's first convenient drive through cannabis retail service at 5485 Dundas Street, Abitoke. Uh, and customers can order online and easily pick up their order without leaving the comfort and security of their car. And the speed and convenience of the service is unique in Toronto and has already proven to be widely popular among customers. Now, inclusive of this transaction, Trees holds a portfolio of 15 retail cannabis stores in Ontario with five locations currently open. An additional 10 stores have anticipated to open throughout the summer and early fall of this year. And in BC, the company is awaiting provincial approval to close its previously announced acquisition of eight stores, uh, five in Victoria, two in Nanaimo, and one in Vancouver. With three stores currently operating, the next two scheduled to open later this month and the remaining three scheduled to open this fall, uh, the Trees Cannabis brand is quickly re-establishing itself in BC and building on its prior legacy of respect, loyalty among the Vancouver Island community. Uh, so they're aiming for 23 stores across Canada by the end of this year. Smart play to be opening up drive through I do think that that'll be another aspect of the industry that you start see popping up more frequently. Um, I do think that that will always be in combination with other aspects of the retail we've already seen. So having in-store pickup, um, curbside pickup, delivery, etc. But I do think uh, in general, when you're looking at the long term of retail, whether it's in Canada or in the U.S., it's going to be a very similar type of thing where you're going to move further and further away from having large square footage on the inside of your retail store and move further and further towards having a much more streamlined system. Uh, in the U.S., we've seen lots of those pop-up kiosks have been quite effective, uh, especially in Nevada. You're seeing a lot of those, at least for pre-rolls, beverages, um, and some forms of edibles as well which I do think will be uh, sort of just an easy option to go with if you're in a high traffic walking area. Um, that seems like the most obvious choice to have. Something simple and a, a variety of different kiosk options where people can just come in, quickly pay with their card and leave. Um, and then again, you are probably going to start to see a lot more drive-through options pop up. There's a few in the States, not as many. Um, and obviously now this is the first one in Toronto, but definitely something to pay attention to. And even trees uh, in general, the com company is also something to pay attention to in that this is a company coming from sort of the semi-gray area um, when before legalization in Canada. So they were one of those semi-medical dispensaries um, that was operating on Vancouver Island and in Vancouver. So obviously they do have a good reputation within sort of the industry um, and obviously with their previous customers. But this is sort of the slow transition you're starting to see pop up uh, in some parts of Canada now where some of the people who were part of the older version of the cannabis industry in Canada are now starting to jump into the more uh, modern version of what's going on in retail and you're seeing that they're very cautious with how they're making those approaches um, and also hopefully have learned a lot about the mistakes of the past and also how and even also mistakes that people are currently making right now um, so hopefully companies like trees do have a 
sort of a significant advantage in the areas they start opening up by paying attention to what's going on in the retail landscape again today. Um, obviously, opening up a drive through shows that they are paying attention to that. But that is somewhat the advantage of the companies that are now just starting to enter into the retail space, whether in Canada or in the U.S., um, is you do not have to go through the same aggressive learning curve that the companies have sort of gone through before you. So hopefully um, it should be a little bit more streamlined to get operational. Looking next at Eat Beyond Global Holdings Incorporated, which is an investment issuer focused on the global plant-based and alternative food sector, who announced that it's invested in Daydream Drinks Incorporated. Now, Daydream is an Ontario-based beverage company that's created Canada's first sparkling water infused with hemp extracts and adaptogens. And Daydream's hemp oil contains below 0.03% CBD and zero THC, making Daydream a non-cannabis product. And hemp and adaptogens have a range of benefits, making them a suitable option for Canadian grocery and retail stores. Now, when creating Daydream, our vision was based on the fundamental principle that there was a gap in the market for something that wasn't coffee or an energy drink, but instead a healthy plant-based alternative with no caffeine, sugar, or artificial sweeteners, said Alex Simonelli, founder and CEO of Daydream. Now, adaptogens help the body tap into natural energy reserves and provide focus and clarity. And they are also well-known for balancing stress levels by supporting the endocrine system and keeping inflammation in check. Now, Daydream has seen impressive growth since launching in late 2019, with over year-over-year revenue jumping 550% in 2020, and the distinct color gradient cans are comfortably on pace to reach more than 1,000 stores across Canada by the end of 2021, a roughly 2,300% increase from its debut year. And projections show Daydream is on track for another triple-digit year of revenue growth. Now, Eat Beyond welcomes its first beverage company to our ever-growing food technology portfolio, and we like the idea that not only can people eat better, but drink better too, Eat Beyond CEO Patrick Morris said. Now, Daydream has shown impressive growth in its brief history and is well-positioned to capture even more of the beverage market in the years ahead, and its unique and strong branding has positioned it well in the industry for organic word-of-mouth growth, which is critical for any product that contains hemp as an ingredient in Canada. Uh, so... Kind of focusing on a different element of the beverage industry, um, this is something I only briefly mentioned a couple weeks back, but uh, honestly, with Pepsi, they actually just recently launched their first um, hemp energy drink in Germany, and it's kind of following along the same principles that Daydream has here, where you're not really focusing on a specific actual cannabis product, you're focusing on the actual benefits of the hemp um, itself, and again, I don't believe the Pepsi one is using adaptogens, but for Daydream drinks here, there's a lot of advantages to going this route. Obviously, there's a lot of momentum and word of mouth energy uh, surrounding just hemp in products in general right now. So having that on your brand or your label or in your product ingredients is going to be a seller for a large category of people who are looking for more health-oriented drinks. Um, focusing on adaptogens, I think it's a smart play as well. Obviously, they're hitting all the sort of key notes, no caffeine, no sugar, no artificial sweeteners. These are sort of the buzz things when you're looking at healthier beverage alternatives. And obviously, there's a lot of competition in this space. Um, but I do think that they're smart to have that 0.03 CBD level. Um, so they're not even in a cannabis category. So they can launch these products into grocery stores quickly, build up the brand and name. And I think that this is a smart long-term play when you're looking at how to move through the beverage category into the future. Um, whether it's going to be cannabis-based or not, uh, you still want to be focusing on how to get into those stores now, build up your brand name now, so that way when regulations do change and potentially you could have, similarly to what we see with wine, where you have wine and save-on foods in Canada um, and things along those lines, 
you could eventually have certain CBD beverages in grocery stores in Canada and especially in the U.S. Um, and obviously having your brand already built and established within those retail chains is going to be much more beneficial than coming into them dry. So I do think there's a lot of advantages to Daydream Drinks uh, products as well. The fact that, again, they're using adaptogens, which is another big buzz area right now for, again, just overall health trends. Um, and pretty smart play from Eat Beyond. And it'll be interesting to see what sort of competition you start seeing that's similar to a Daydream Drinks. As I do think, uh, again, there's been companies that are looking into functional mushrooms. They're definitely a competitor within that space. Um, and again, they're going to be going into grocery stores as well. I've mentioned a few of the different companies working on that. So I do think that that's what you're going to start to see is this weird, new, very competitive um, health drink sort of section uh, within grocery stores and retail stores. And that is probably with anticipation of also being able to use those brands um, to then eventually have either CBD or, uh, or fully cannabis infused beverages on the market once, again, regulations allow for a little bit more clarity and also um, aren't as strict on dosage and overall buying tendencies. Lastly today, looking at Hexo Corporation, who announced the purchase and sale agreements in relation to its first U.S. production facility through a wholly owned U.S. subsidiary. Now, the 50,000 square foot facility located in northern Colorado will provide U.S. CPGs and consumers access to the powered by Hexo technology. Signing the purchase and sale agreement is an important milestone as we continue to expand into the U.S. market. The Colorado facility will be instrumental to successfully executing on our U.S. strategy, which includes the supply of high quality powered by Hexo technology to our current and potential multinational CPG partnerships in the U.S., said Hexo CEO and co-founder Sebastian St. Louis. Now, the facility will provide Hexo with the necessary infrastructure to begin production and enable the company to continue expanding our joint venture with Molson Coors to create trust CBD-infused beverages while also creating the necessary capacity to support future non-beverage CPG partnerships. Now, the Colorado production facility, Hexo's first in the U.S., is zoned for production of a full range of cannabinoids and offers multiple operational capabilities, and the site will support Powered by Hexo initiatives across the country in compliance with the applicable laws and regulations. And Powered by Hexo is a trusted solution for leading CPG companies to safely enter the cannabinoid market, combining Hexo's expertise in cannabis with CPG partners' expertise in their industries to co-develop best-in-class cannabinoid-infused products. Uh, and the closing of this transaction is obviously due to the diligence period as well as the usual customary closing conditions, which is anticipated in the fourth quarter. Uh, so... Speaking of beverages as well, obviously Hexo Corporation, one of the most well-known um, as far as specifically beverage-focused companies within the cannabis industry today. Um, again, working on their trust beverage company, which is in combination with Molson Coors. Pretty aggressive. I would say the only other big beverage competitor that could be in their space um, would be obviously Canopy working with Constellation brands, but that hasn't really manifested into too aggressive of a beverage strategy. Obviously, Canopy does have a lot of beverages in the Canadian market, um, but again, that's not jumping into the U.S., so obviously for Hexo, a bit more of an aggressive play, um, and again, those trust CBD beverages I would expect to do quite well within the U.S. as well as within Canada. Um, and this just, again, is 
focusing on the overall trend that you're seeing, which is, again, a lot of these Canadian and international companies starting to look for their entry points into the U.S. market, establishing their footprint now. So that way, again, once regulations do start opening up and having different access points, these companies are ready to get their products into those markets as quickly as possible and sort of reap the benefits. So I would expect, again, to continue to see this trend of other Canadian beverage or cannabis companies that are looking for their entry points. And I'm going to sh I'm sure you're going to see um, continued expansion, even from companies like Hexo Corporation over the next few months going into next year, that they are continuing to look for different footholds in the U.S., whether that's through production facilities or um, retail footprints, etc. Um, but I would expect that to trend to continue and not to slow down anytime soon, as again, there still is a lot of hype and momentum surrounding potentially passing, again, one of those top three, the SAFE, the States, or the MORE Act um, within the next year or so. Again, I don't know how realistic that is. It looks like it could be closer to next year as opposed to this year, um, but you never know how things could change in a moment just because of popular public opinion, which is shifting quite aggressively towards cannabis uh, legal reform in the U.S., so hopefully that does uh, push the right buttons and those results come through. That's all for today's podcast. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. That's all for today's podcast. Podcast is now a certified word trademark on the blockchain through Cognate Incorporated CM certification. InvestorIdeas.com podcasts are also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor of this podcast, please contact InvestorIdeas.com. Investor Ideas reminds all listeners to read our disclaimers and disclosures on the InvestorIdeas.com website. And this podcast is not an endorsement to buy products or services or securities. Investors are reminded that all investments involve risk and possible loss of investment. Investor Ideas does not condone the use of cannabis except where permissible by law. Our site does not possess, distribute, or sell cannabis products. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.